So last week I brought you part one of the Hot Myth Mum culture from way back in 2020. I think it was when I first released these episodes, but I wanted to bring them to you again today. And so today we are into part two. And in part two, I'm giving you really practical ways for how you can break free and what you can do in your everyday life to enjoy motherhood, to stop enduring it and to enjoy it. So let's get into this episode. Probably get a notepad and pen because this one, I know you're going to want to take notes. Let's go. Welcome to the Wholesome Mama Show. I'm Elise and I'm on a mission to help women break free of feeling stuck in survival mode and enjoy motherhood again, even through the tough seasons. When I became a new mum, I felt lost, confused and didn't know my calling beyond motherhood or even if I had one. The last few years have been a journey of finding myself again, becoming well from the inside out and figuring out how to enjoy this time with my little ones. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, abundant life, and I know that that includes us mothers. Join me here for conversations around living with intention, simplifying our homes, holistic health, including quitting the tox, how to really walk in faith in today's world, conscious parenting and marriage, and so much more. So mama, if you've been finding life stressful and overwhelming lately, I'm here for you and I'm so glad that you are here too. Let's take a moment, grab a cup of tea or a glass of bubbles and let's get into today's episode. This is part two of No Longer a Hot Mess of a Mama. So last week we covered our mindset and how we can really shift our mindset from being stuck in this hot mess culture to becoming mothers who can show up for their family and are still able to get stuff done. So I totally believe that we can have both. We can be a present mother, uh, yet we can still show up and still get stuff done. So last week, that was last week. Today, we're going to talk about the practical steps that we can take to really do that. So last week was all about mindset. Uh, This week is more practical tools that you're able to take with you to put into action to make changes in your home. So the first thing that we need to do is know what's not working in our home. So is there a time of day that is difficult for you? What is it in your day-to-day life that you are finding really stressful or really overwhelming? And a really good way that you can break this down is to break up your day into sections and see what in that section is uh, triggering you or stressing you. So mornings, when you are getting up in the morning, when you first wake up, breakfast, getting ready for work, if you're going to work, getting the kids ready for daycare or school, uh, what in that time is are you finding overwhelming? What's stressing you? What could be done better? Even asking yourself what, um, what you're feeling during that time. So maybe every morning ends up in arguments. 
okay well what when you look back what is triggering that argument is it something the same every day and so do that for each part of the day so during the day while you're at work or if you're at home with the kids or whatever your day looks like for you uh, what is it that is stressful during that day uh, maybe for me I'm at home with two toddlers and I'm pregnant with our third uh, and I find it really stressful that I can't seem to get any housework done and I will spend all day just trying to vacuum the floor because the kids are running around, I'm constantly in the kitchen getting them food or I'm changing nappies. Uh, so that I find overwhelming a lot of the time uh, because I just want to vacuum the floor. It just seems so impossible to get there. So what is it for you? And look at your afternoon. When the kids get home from school, you get home from work, that whole transition, what in that are you finding really overwhelming or stressful? And then the same thing for evenings and dinner time. Maybe dinner time is really stressful for you. Uh, bedtime and break up your day that way. And this isn't to overwhelm you. It's so you can see all the little things that are happening during the day that are causing you stress or causing you anxiety or uh, overwhelm, causing you to tense up. Because it may not be that there's one big thing happening and it probably isn't it probably is that there's all these little things that are happening during the day and so all we want to do is we want to notify them we want to uh what's the word i can't think of the word now acknowledge them we want to acknowledge that they're there but then from here we are going to take action and we are going to find solutions and make changes for them. So when you think about this, is there any underlying issues that keep coming up? So is there any underlying issues that are coming up throughout the day that in those little things, maybe really what's behind them uh, is, is an issue that you keep coming back to? Some so. So some further questions to ask yourself uh, would be, how am I feeling physically? Because how you are feeling physically is absolutely going to impact how you are showing up as a mother, as a wife, as a friend uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. So if you are waking up already feeling exhausted, and particularly if you're then not getting energy throughout the day, um, you know, look into that if you're not sleeping well, if you're not eating well. And there's lots of things, and I could talk about that, but that's for another time. But if you do sincerely need help with feeling good physically, please send me a message and we can chat. Um, how do you think about, how do you feel when you think about the people that are around you? Are there any friendships or relationships that really get you down? Maybe there's a relationship with a family member or even a work colleague that really impacts you and then you're taking that home into your day-to-day -day life. Uh, so thinking about how your relationship is with yourself, uh, how your relationship is with your husband or partner, how your relationship is with your kids and how your relationship is with God. So those things will obviously also pay, play 
a massive impact? And are there any external things that are causing you a lot of stress right now? So we've gone through the day-to-day -day things, but is there anything um, like maybe illness or finances or maybe is a relational stress? Is there something outside of your control that is really causing you stress on a greater scale? So I really want you to go back and think about those questions. And if you are watching the replay of this or if you're listening to the podcast episode of this, then go back and write those down and think about those. And what I want you to do is do a brain dump uh, and write down everything that comes up. So when you are thinking about how do I feel physically, write down what comes up for you. When you're thinking about how you feel with the people that are around you, with your village that's around you, write down what comes up for you. Uh, when you're thinking about your relationship with yourself, write, write it down, write it all down. And when you're going through your day bit by bit, write down what is coming up as stresses for you. So get it out of your head and put it on paper. And this is actually some, a practice that I have started to do daily uh, when, I, when I feel like it's needed. I have a book beside my bed and I will at night just write down everything that is in my brain. And most of it is just nonsense, but then I'm not lying in bed with a thought train going round and round and round, not able to sleep because I'm, um, I've got it on paper. So I don't need to think of it anymore. And I can reread it in the morning and see if anything I actually need to action. But so get down what is stressing and overwhelming you. Stop keeping it in your head. Because I know particularly as mothers, we so do. We just keep it in our head. Get it down on paper, write it down. And then once you have it all on paper, focus on the things that you can control. So write it all down, everything that you can control, either highlight or circle, make it stand out to you. And then know that this is what we're gonna take action on because we can only take action on what we can control. And everything else, let go. And I know it's not as easy as just, okay, I'll just let it go. I can't control my relationship with my work colleague because they do this or they say that. But we need to let ourselves come to a place for our own good. And I think that comes back to our relationship with ourselves, where we can let it go. And so when you are focusing on what you can control, Go through and everything else, specifically say, I'm letting that go. So I'm letting dot, 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 go. I'm letting that go. Okay, so then, so that's that. We've got our brain dump. We're focusing on what we can control. And now we're going to take action with those pain points. So for every stress, pain point, every point of overwhelm that you've written down, you've then highlighted as something you have control over. I want you to then brainstorm and think of one possible solution. So it absolutely doesn't have to be the one and only solution for that problem, but just what is one thing that you could do that would make this thing better? So for example, maybe... Uh, choosing 
what you are going to eat for dinner is really stressful for you. Maybe you get to four o'clock and you think, oh my goodness, I can't believe I now have to get dinner. Uh, so, yeah, totally me. But maybe there's, there's more to it. So you get to four o'clock and you go, man, I don't even know what we have in the pantry for dinner. What are we going to have? I don't even want to cook. I don't know. I can't think. Oh, I had spaghetti bolognese last night. Oh, I can't do that again. Oh, let's just get takeaway. And now there's nothing wrong with the odd takeaway, but we don't want... We don't want to be stuck in those overwhelm moments. So we want to find a solution that is going to help uh, with that problem. So maybe one possible solution for that would be to meal plan. So at the beginning of the week, before you even go and do your groceries, figure out the meals that you're going to have for the week and then write down the ingredients that you need for those meals for your grocery shop. So then you know exactly what um, ingredients you have and those meals are in the fridge or in the cupboard and they're ready to go. So that's not the only solution, but it's one solution that would definitely make that easier. And it's what I have done and did make it easier. So the key isn't to overcomplicate the process. We really wanna keep it simple and that's why I just want you to write down one thing and it doesn't have to completely take away the problem because at four o'clock, I've still got to think about dinner and I've still actually got to go and cook it. But it's way less stressful when I already know I can look at the um, piece of paper that's on the fridge and go, okay, I've got these seven meals to choose from. What one am I going to do tonight? And I know that I already have those in the fridge ready to go. So just... Don't overcomplicate, keep it simple and just think of one thing that will make that situation better, better for you, better for your family. So maybe it's setting boundaries in place. Maybe you need more boundaries. Maybe you need to learn to say no. Maybe you need to clear stuff off your calendar. Um, maybe you need to go for a walk before you get home from work to uh, clear your mind because you're coming home from work frazzled and but going for a walk would just be taking that time to clear your mind so whatever the one thing is and everyone's going to be different and I love it because everyone has different solutions for every pain point so uh, you have to think about what would really make make it work for you and your family so I will say, though, it is important, just like it is with our health, uh, to get to the root cause of the issue. So when you are thinking about the problems and coming up with solutions, I want you to really spend time thinking about why you are finding this situation stressful. Strip it back, try and unlayer it, and think that what is so what is the one thing that is really overwhelming me that is causing this great effect? So with the whole dinner thing, to solve the problem, um, meal prepping being organised to go grocery shopping because really what I was doing was I was not organised grocery shopping. I wouldn't even take a list to the shop. 
I just go to the shop and throw whatever in the cart and hope for the best. And no wonder that we didn't have meals to put together because I didn't plan. So that, while it's not actually anything to do with dinner and that time, it was helping the root cause of that problem. So I really hope that that makes sense. Um, yeah, so now you'll have a solution for everything. So you've got your brain dump of your problems, then you brainstorm one solution for each thing. So then I want you to look at the solutions, right? Look at what you can control and the actions that you have figured out that you can take and think about how you feel when you are already living that. How does it make you feel when you think about your life in say 12 months time when all these actions are in place, when they're just habits that happen and all these points of overwhelm and stress don't exist anymore. So how does that make you feel? And get excited because it's great and you can do it. And this is exactly what we're doing is we're going to do it all together. Um, so then what you're going to do is in your list of actions to take, so your brainstorm of solutions, look at them and see if there's anything that is related. So are there points that kind of go together? And see if there's one big domino that if you knock that off first, that will have the most flow-on effect of change for your family. So what is the one solution that's really going to implement the most change? And it might be a really big, big change uh, that's really significant, but it might be a big change that is just for you that only you know, that only you notice, that no one else knows has happened. But maybe if you, maybe there's something in you that you need to change uh, that then will flow on out of you and create greater change. And so I just want you to pick one change at a time. Just focus on doing one win at a time because if you try and change too much, and this is a mistake I see so many people changing is they go, yeah, I'm going to do this. Okay, so I'm going to start all these practices. I'm going to do mindfulness. I'm going to do this, do this, do this. I'm going to declutter the home. I'm going to do gratitude. I'm going to, and they don't do it because it was too much too soon because they were trying to do all the things. And so they didn't focus on doing one thing well. So then they didn't feel like they were doing anything well and then that just reiterated in their brain that mindset of being stuck of being in the struggle and telling yourself that you're a failure and which is not true you've just tried too much too soon so if we just take it one win at a time we help train our brain because our brain has been stuck in this mindset for so long we actually need to train it to turn back um, to think in this new way of coming from a place of gratitude and optimism, but in a practical way, because I can do it. I did this and I have done that. And so I can do this one. 
So that's why you need to just do it one change at a time. So maybe you just want to start with one little change. That's fine. Just start with what you need to. And you'll look and you'll know when you do your list of solutions, you'll know exactly um, what the first change is to make. So for each action step, think about any possible hurdles that will come up for you and how you can overcome them. So for example, uh, you want to go for a walk as soon as you get home from work. So uh, the hurdles that might come up, uh, you might not be motivated. Um, the family and kids might be calling you to do something. Uh, you just don't want to. I guess that's not being motivated, but anyway, you get what I mean. Um, so maybe you need to have give yourself a pep talk on the way home, or maybe you take your workout clothes to work so you are dressed in them, ready to go. Or um, maybe you don't even go home. Maybe you just go for a walk straight from work or you walk home from work or so you're not putting yourself, you're not getting home and then going back out. Probably work better that way. Um, maybe one thing that you want to do is implement and set new boundaries and uh, learn to say no more. So a hurdle that would come up is obviously when someone asks you to do something and you want to revert back to being that person who says yes. And particularly when the person who asks you asks you knows that you are a yes person or that you knows you as a yes person because you're not you're you aren't a yes person you are a person who says yes but you're learning to say no so what can you do to um i guess give yourself a pep talk to know that saying no in this moment is the best thing for me is the best thing for my family so is there something that you can do? Is there something that you can say yourself? And it might just be having the picture of what you want your family to be like and knowing that if you say yes to this, you're going to burn out and so it's not going to happen. Uh, and not filling up your calendar and those kinds of things. So what can you do so that you are prepared for when those situations do come up? So when making changes, and some of these, as I've said, will be really small and unnoticeable to anybody else, but some of them will be really significant and will truly change your family. Um, you need to have balance. So you need to balance your discipline and push for it. But you also have to accept that you are a person you are a human you are someone doing their best and some days it's not going to be perfect and that's okay and don't have that expectation on yourself that the moment the day you decide I'm going to do this is it's never going to be as it was before because it's almost think three steps forward one step back three steps forward one step back 
And so give yourself the permission to be human. Okay, so, and be excited. Be excited for what you are about to do for your family and what change and what uh, joy is going to come from you taking action. And when it gets hard, think about where you want to be. Think about uh, what you wrote down when I asked you how, you, how do you feel when you have made all those changes? How do you feel when you're there? How are you going to feel? How is 12 months from now, Elise, going to feel in 12 months' time because she has implemented all these changes? She's going to feel good. She's going to feel really good. She's going to be so thankful that she put in the hard work, that she did it, that we are there. And so when it does get hard or when you feel like you're taking a step back, remember to think on that uh, and live it out now as if you're already there. So live out. So for instance, for me, uh, one habit one change that I have been implementing over the past few weeks is that every night I clean down our kitchen and it's this routine called goodnight kitchen routine where you pretty much make your kitchen spotless because I was finding that I was coming out in the morning to a messy kitchen because kitchen benches gather clutter um, and I was coming out tired to a messy kitchen and then having to start my day in a messy environment. And I found that really, I found that overwhelming. And because it was the beginning of the day, the whole day, it just set the atmosphere for the day. So by me taking five minutes the night before to clean and clear the kitchen, uh, it has really helped in my mood when I wake up. And so I do not get it perfect. The counter is not completely clear uh, every single night since I have started doing it, but I'm certainly getting better. But I'm living out this as if I am that person that has a totally clean kitchen. And so it's just about in your mind, you already are there. So just act as if you are already there. And just what I want to finish on is as goofy as it is, I want you to write down and even say to yourself uh, on your brainstorm paper, write down and say aloud as you're writing it, I am an action-taking mama. I am a problem-solving mama. I am going to show up for my family and yet I'm still going to get stuff done. Because that's you. You can take action, you can solve problems and you absolutely can still show up. You can be the present mother, you can be the present wife that you want to be and yet you can still get stuff done. And I think even just doing this exercise of taking the pain points of overwhelm and stress and coming up with solutions from them, you've just proven to yourself and to your brain that you can do it. But now it's up to you to do it. So I hope that that was helpful. Uh, 
go back and listen to part one where we talked about the mindset if you haven't already uh, but please let me know how you are finding this and let me know of what changes you are going to make and I will speak to you soon well, that wraps up another episode. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. And if you loved it and you want more, maybe you want more practical steps to help you see real changes. Maybe something from today's chat you want to implement into your own life, but you're just not sure how, then come and join me and other women just like us in the free as a mama course. This course walks you through clearing your mind and moving beyond the overwhelm because we can't move forward if we don't know where we want to go. Understanding your values and creating a vision for your life. We also delve into clearing the clutter of the home so you can finally enjoy your space again. Plus, there's a sneaky bonus on loving yourself where we go into how you can really start to thrive. So if you have been living in survival mode, maybe you've been feeling like a hot mess mama, you're drowning in dishes and laundry, then this is exactly what you need to break free. So make sure you head to wholesomemama.com slash courses for all the details and how to join us. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Wholesome Mama Show. I pray that you're blessed by this conversation. And if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment leave a review, subscribe, and even share this episode on your socials. And please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, the Wholesome Mama community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.